covering you from your LV1 to your taxi squad. This is IDP Nation. Manning back, bouncing fire to the far side. It's intercepted and running into a touchdown. Your home for the best in IDP and draft coverage. Daniel has time in the pocket, steps up, and he's going to be hit from the side, and he's going down. That's a sack. Here are the hosts of IDP Nation. Hollywood and Kyle B. Welcome back to IDP Nation. Hope everyone's having a fine Sunday afternoon on Memorial Weekend. I am running solo today. Uh, Mr. Big Time is unavailable for today's podcast so it'll just be me um so i was looking today at some of the um odds on rookie of the year betting and it got me kind of thinking about i know june but what are some what's the early predictions the early um thoughts on who's going to win defensive rookie of the year um, I think there's four legit options, I think, that right away stand out to me. I have five listed, but I think the first four <coughs> are the, are your best options. And then I have a few long shots that I've got listed, and then I've got some names, popular names that everybody's probably asking about. So, um so I'm doing a little mix, you know, fantasy football wise, but I'm also for you gamblers. I'm going to add in a little bit of a little bit of odds and stuff for you to take a look for you to look at there. So, um, and I'm going to start from five to one, then I'll get into uh, some long shots and then I'll cover some of the name popular names. That's not on my list. Feel free to hit me up. Agree, disagree. Um, Shoot me your thoughts over at Hollywood Titan on Twitter. Uh, you can leave notes or messages at idpnation.com as well. There's a whole message section there, so you can check that out. Um, so I'll start at number five. And he's one of my favorite players of this draft class. That's Lucas Van Ness uh, for Green Bay. Really like the landing spot for him. Uh, I think he's going to be a cornerstone piece for them uh, and would make a good bookend to uh, Rashawn Gary. Now, Gary's m- listed more of an, a linebacker, right outside linebacker, where, Van, where Vanessa will be on the left side. So, But the thing holding it up is Preston Smith. Um, he's listed as the starter on the left side. Opportunities, the volume right away to make a big enough splash in the rookie of the year department. He certainly has the talent, <clears throat> uh, skills, and all that, the size. If he can somehow surpass Smith, then I think the volume is there because this Green Bay is going to be a, a pretty bad team, I think. Um, I think they're going to be 500. 
well, they're going to be a seven to nine win team, I think. Which means they're probably going to be on the field quite a bit, which is opportunities for him. So for Van Ness, love the fit, love the team, all, all that, but he's going to get Preston Smith. I could see next year actually being Van Ness's big year because they maybe they move on from Smith after this year as the veteran, but uh, um, uh, in this spot. So I just think the cards are stacked against him a little bit to win <coughs> defensive rookie of the year. Um, and like I said, if, you, if you're a believer in him, then he's at plus 1,500 right now, which is 10 to win 160. So um, – or a hundred to win 1600 if you want to do it that way. Um, be a good payday if you get the volumes that I do love Van S. Um, in Dynasty, he's going to be, uh, I think he's going to be a stud for a while, uh, in IDP. So <clears throat> you may have to be patient with him a little bit this year, but you know, long the long outlook is he's going to be the guy there. So um, that's my number five. At number four. Corner. Um, we saw the dominance by corners last year, specifically Sauce Gardner and uh, Tariq Woolen, who is – Coincidentally, Witherspoon's new teammate now, but they they dominated, right? They dominated the NFL. They were so good um, for the AFC and the NFC. So I like Witherspoon because I think he's going to start there. But they could move Grant, or yeah, they could move Kobe Bryant into the slot. <clears throat> and let Witherspoon and Woolen be the outside guys. Witherspoon's so good, so aggressive against the run. Uh, he's not afraid to come up and tackle, make plays. Um, it's part of this. We've seen it bounced around, the the re the rebuild of the Legion of Boom, right? And that's, that's a hard task to kind of ankle players. Uh, they've got – Jamal Adams back there and Ryan Neal, or um, not Ryan Neal. Um, but my point, I think everyone's going to kind of shout from Woodland after having such a big season last year. So does that mean that they throw at Witherspoon? Um, this year i can see that i mean that's kind of the mo for the nfl you know they target the rookies they want to challenge them and see how good they are um and i think they're going to find out right away that um that witherspoon's the real deal so yeah it would be um i'm i'm using our lads uh depth charts for this um so right now it'd be devin witherspoon on the left corner and on the right, Kobe Bryant is that nickel slot corner. And then you've got uh, 
Jamal Adams, Quandary Diggs at safety. Now they also have Julian Love, who they picked up in free agency. So there's been rumors Adams playing up in the box a lot more, maybe even switching to linebacker. If that's the case, then Love absolutely slots into his spot at strong safety. But um, they've got a little figuring out to do with their safeties. But, man, they're strong with those uh, corners. So three young corners and two second-year guys and back there. So you got to like that for them. Uh, like I said, he's my number four. He's at plus 900, which is kind of sneaky. Um hundred is going to win you. A um, hundred is going to win you a thousand. So that's that's pretty impressive. Uh, I think he has a legit shot. Like I said, I think the volume is going to be there. As long as he gets the start, I think teams are going to make him prove it, just like they did Woolen last year. So I know it's a long shot because corners don't tip. Typically win it all the time. It's kind of a aberration a little to win. Ahmad won the NFL, but he also won the AFC, and then the NFC rookie of the year was um, was Woolen. So I like it. I like the fit there in Seattle. Um, they're trying to get back to their winning ways of the early years under Pete Carroll when they won a Super Bowl to another one. So – he knows what it takes to get there and, and win. So, so, um, I also, um, that's my number four. Um, at number three, and this one's some I know there was a, a lot of praise as a rookie. So I'm doing this by myself. Um, there was a lot of praise for him coming out as a rookie. Uh, including myself, there was some concern about the one year or year and a half or two years of production that he had. And that is Tyree Wilson. the edge Las Vegas Raiders now. They've got Max Crosby. They've got Chandler Jones. But Chandler Jones has been not Chandler Jones the last couple of seasons. Uh, in fact, last year and the year before was just – these past two years were just horrible. Um, you know, they've got some nice – complimentary pieces, Jordan Willis that they picked up, Malcolm Coons who they draft a couple years ago have anybody else besides Crosby and Jones. Well, now they have Wilson. Um, and I think he – teams are kind of tricky, right? They either want that veteran leader or they want that young gun. And I think Jones has been that veteran leader and Crosby was the young gun, right? Oh, now I think that's kind of – transformed or changed as Crosby's now the veteran. So if he can pass Chandler Jones, I really like him as um, 
a contender for the rookie of the year. You know, you're thinking Aiden Hutchison, you're thinking Kayvon Thibodeau. Uh, Nick Bosa won it a few years ago. Those are typically, if you can get a lot of sacks, those are the guys that typically are the front runners or winners for defensive rookie of the year. But one thing about Wilson that's concerning, he's got had this foot injury that he's been rehabbing this year, uh, this offseason. So I have to I have to know when he's going to be ready, right? Fully 100% ready to go. From what I'm seeing, he's going to be ready for the season. But you never know. Um, and then two, can he pass Chandler Jones? And I think once is for that to happen. But until they start playing the games and practicing and all this, you really don't know. But I do like I like Wilson there. Um, really good pass rusher. Tall, long, has the length, right? If you can get on a basis and better than Max Crosby, then you've got something special. Um, going. Um, for him because he's at plus 800 right now. Um, Fancy-wise, another good pick. Uh, all these guys are really that I'm talking about, but um, – Really like Tyree Wilson. Uh, and one more thing on Devin Witherspoon. He's one of the corners that I usually come up off free agency and um, whatever. I don't like most people do, but the corners I like and roll with them. And I think Witherspoon is one that if I'm drafting one, I'm drafting him and, and I'm going to roll with him this season. Um, and I like Wilson too, as I just said. So now we're up to the top two. Um, this is kind of tricky um, because I'm going to give a two-part answer here. So at number two, I've got Jack Campbell. Um, they drafted him at 18 of the first round. And when you draft a player that high, you're not drafting him to sit on the bench. You're expecting a lot out of him. You're expecting him to figure out a way. Um, and I think he is that type of player. I think he can be that type of player. Um, that's again, um, they've got. Alex Anzalone at weak side, James Houston, the breakout guy from last year on the strong side. They've got Campbell listed in the middle as the starter, which I think happens. They've got Barnes as his backup. They've got Malcolm Rodriguez as the backup to Anzalone, but I think those two are can interchange anywhere on that def on those three spots. Uh, Campbell is the guy in the middle. Like I said, you don't draft him at 18 to sit the bench and watch these guys. So long as he don't screw anything up, you know, as long as he's doing what he's supposed to do and learning the playbook and all this, 
I think he's going to be fine. And I, I think for me, I think he, he may just win this thing. I mean, he's going to get the volume as long as, like I said, if everything falls in place and continues to be a push, my number one for this. And I think it's, for me, I think it's kind of 1A, 1B. Um, but I've got Campbell at two. Um, if you're into the betting thing, in, or I mean, I heard when you 1500. So, uh, he's at plus 1,400 right now, uh, which here's my two-part thing. While I think he's number two on my list to win Defensive Rookie of the Year, I would have Campbell at one. I think I would take that $100 bet to win 1,500. So, um, like I said, it's very close uh, with my number one guy, um, which is Will Anderson right for Houston, the edge. Uh, he comes in at plus 350. So you can see the the, the big gap there from 350 to 1400. Um, it's a pretty big gap. So, you know, 100 on Anderson wouldn't win you 450. As the front, I've been a longtime fan of his back at Alabama. I've seen a bunch of him. Um, at Alabama, being an SEC fan of all fan, I've got to see plenty of him. I just, I, I think it's Aiden Hutchison. That, uh, I think he's not only the front runner, but I think he, I, I think he wins this thing easily. Campbell's going to give him a tough go, but I think at the end of the day, it's going to playing for a Houston team that doesn't have <laughs> a whole lot of weapons, right? They they just, gosh, man, they, they just need so much help. They got C.J. Stroud, right? Um, he's going to help them. Um, but he's going to struggle some as a rookie till they get some pieces around him. And so that means that defense is going to be on the field, again, a lot like they was last year. Maybe not as much. They're not going to fix what Houston's issues were in one season. Um, but I like Will Anderson. Looks like they've got him listed as the starter opposite of Jonathan Greener um, with Malik Collins and Sheldon Rankins as the two guys in the middle. They also have Roy Lopez there. So um, that, that'll help. Um, looking at their depth chart, they don't have anybody that's – really going to be as a starter i mean they got jerry hughes but he's about done right he's he's all but finished um with his career uh and then they've got chase winovich who didn't cut it in new england um didn't cut it in uh, cleveland last year and then after that they've got a, a few no names so you know i just They've got a Allie Gay and Dylan Horton who they drafted, but neither one of them. There's none of the rookies in the league that's as good as Anderson and Forrest, in my opinion. So I think he's the front runner. And I think he's going to lead wire to wire. But I, like I said, I do think Jack Campbell will make this a lot closer 
than most think. Um, I mean, Wilson will be a contender and Witherspoon. When I mentioned the top five, I said there's four that are real contenders, and I think that's Will Anderson, Jack Campbell. I think those four are the contenders because they play on, well, not bad teams because Detroit and Seattle is on the come up, but I think they're going to play a lot. They're going to start and they're going to get the volume. So that tells me that's two of the things right there. Can you start and can you get the volume as a starter? And I think all four of those can. Um, Van S, I, I, he's, you know, I think he, he can if he can win, but they're not, as far as projected, I think they're going to start right away and be impact players for the team. So, um, I think Will Anderson's your front runner, wire to wire, and I and I I, I think he's going to win. If you want my prediction, I think he's early on. Prediction is he's the winner, but I really do like Jack Campbell to push him for that. I think the I think that's going to be an interesting piece there. And all the word mini camp or whatever it was. They're already raving about him, right? And you've seen the clips of him getting up in there and tipping passes. And he's a tall dude, 6'4", 6'5", and can run and jump like he can. He's going to be a factor. So, like I said, he's going to start. I think it's him and Anderson fight it out. But Wilson and Witherspoon, I think, will be contenders as well. And then Van Ness would be my fifth guy. Um, on – my early thoughts on defensive rookie of the year. Um, now, there's a lot of popular names on that list that were drafted this year. That's on the uh, on the DraftKings um, odds board. Um, Action Twenty Four Seven doesn't have theirs out yet, so I'm using DraftKings as, as far as the betting odds, but. Um, Looking at some go back back to here in a minute, but popular names to give a reference. Um, Jalen Carter is plus six fifty. Um, he is second behind um, Will Anderson to win. Um, I don't quite agree with that because there's a lot of stuff going on with Carter, right? Well was going on with Carter. We'll see if that's still him or whatever. <coughs> Excuse me. But besides that, I think that part's kind of behind him. Looking at their projected starting lineup, and this is based on our lads, and I don't know that I quite agree with this one. So you're going to have Brandon Graham and Josh Sweat as your defensive ends, right? Maybe sprinkle some Derek Barnett, Barnett in there, but he's not been able to stay healthy. So he's going to be in the rough shape. Fletcher Cox and Jalen Carter as the starters. I don't agree with that. I think it's going to be Jordan Davis and Fletcher Cox as the starters. They've also got Milton Williams, who did pretty good. They've got Kentavious Street, who's been a, a decent um, rotational backup player, depth piece. 
has had some moments where he's done good with sacks. Carter and Davis, but this year, I, I don't agree that Carter's the front runner. I mean, he's probably the better player than Davis, but Davis has already got a year on him in the league, has already kind of set and learned, right, with a little banged up. I just think Carter's going to have to get in there and prove it, right? He's going to have to prove he's got the worth ethic. Being with a lot of former teammates, right? He's got a bunch of them. It's Georgia Eagles it's been, or uh, – um, a lot of pieces and if it was me I don't know that I wouldn't go with Jordan Davis as the starter he's been there he's kind of set ease Carter in right get him in there get him his reps and see what he can do and then if you need to make the change you can always make the change um, I think he is the better player but I just think for now with all that's went on and all the talk about his work ethic, I think you start Jordan Davis. Um, and even if you don't start Davis, even if Carter does start, I think Davis is going to play enough. And maybe Street, too, is going to play quite a bit. Philly always does a heavy rotation on their defensive line. They like to keep the fresh bodies going, interior and on the edge. So... I wonder if he's going to get the true starting volume. And defensive rookie year. Plus, he's playing defensive tackle. You don't see a lot of defensive tackles. I don't have it in front of me. I should have looked that up. But you don't hear of defensive tackles winning defensive rookie year, right? So a great dynasty piece if you're an IDP. Position specifically, yes, you you want this guy on your roster, even if you have to wait a little bit this year. Maybe if it takes you into next year, which I don't think it will, but he's a good piece to have. He's gonna, um, and those are going to be the two mainstays up there in Philadelphia. Um, while we're in Philadelphia – Nolan Smith, another big name, right? Kind of slipped in the draft. Eagles scooped him up. <coughs> um, another Georgia Bulldog, right? <coughs> um, he's at plus. G7, um, which is, that's pretty good. If you're looking for that popular name to win, kind of deal outside of my top five. I think he's – I think you would might consider him one of the favorites if he can get the playing time. Right now he's listed as the backup to Hassan Reddick. So, you know, they've got Nicholas Morrow, who they just brought in. Nicobe Dean, who they drafted last year, is going to be in the middle. Right? And now they got Hassan. I think there's a uphill – battle for him passing one of these guys. Uh, he's not going to pass Reddick. Um, probably not going to play him in the middle, although he can play in the middle. I don't think you put him there. I think that's Dean's job um, to lose. And then you got Nicholas Morrow, the more of the veteran of the group, along with Reddick. I think he holds the weak side. So, And you got Sean Bradley and Davian Taylor over there, too. So 
there is the play is where he stays. But Philly's in a championship window, right? Went to the Super Bowl last year, just couldn't quite get it there, um, get to the finish line with it. So they're going to want to play these established players, which also goes back to Jordan Davis. I think Davis is more win now, right now, um, especially early in the season. Nolan Smith's same thing. You're, you're going to, Smith is going to get some play, um, but I don't know that it'll be enough for him to contend for rookie of the year. Um you know, injury could always pop up, or maybe he just outplays somebody. I mean, it happens every year, but my thoughts on him is he's he's a secondary contender right now. Um, plays on a good team and a good system. Um, on a contending team that knows how to use these type of players, so there's a lot of upside there, which is two things, right, that you need, but you've also got to get those – starting reps that volume as a starter so i just don't know if he's quite going to get that this year um but yeah that and do they compete against each other right is it uh carter and smith do they take away from each other both being very possible if they're both doing good, you know, if the Eagles are back to the Super Bowl or back to the playoffs, that very well could be. Um, another popular name that has been going in IDP circles, IDP drafts, is Miles Murphy, the defensive end from Clemson, right? <clears throat> um, I've talked about him on a few shows. They have Trey Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard is there. They have Joseph Asai. They also have um, Cam Sample, who they drafted. So they've got some pieces. But they've got Murphy as the backup to Hendrickson. Osai is the backup to Hubbard. I think Murphy's going to get some play this year. They're going to get him in there and see what he can do, <coughs> see what they need to work on with him. But here's the thing. They're going to – Hendrickson and Hubbard, and barring an injury, they're not going anywhere. They're just not. That's probably that third heavy rotation guy. So I think Murphy gets some decent play, but I think it's next year when he really could potentially be a starter as the Joe Burrow effect comes in where they have to pay him his big contract, right? So in order to do that, <clears throat> Hendrickson's got a big deal. Hubbard's going to want one. I don't think they keep both of them. I think they move on from one of those. Um and let Murphy fill and move on and move Murphy in as a much cheaper option. I think that very well could happen. And I think Murphy's a better player than Henderson. So remains to be seen. I just think it's a little early for Murphy. If one of those two guys wasn't there, then I would like Murphy a lot more, maybe even put him in my top five. But with those two as the starters in front of him, for him to get enough volume 
to win defensive rookie of the year this year. Uh, with that said, IDP Dynasty, you know, you're, you're putting him on your rosters. You're drafting him without question. It's just not a matter. It's not if, it's when. And I think that's going to be next year's when he really takes off. Could be this year, but I just don't – I think with those two starters, Hubbard and Hendrickson, I think there's those two are just too much for him to overtake learning curve even when you come from Clemson or an SEC school like Alabama there's there's a learning curve and only the real true elite players uh, can close that curve real quickly right that gap real quick so I think he can but I just think there's a roadblock in front of him and I think until they get ready to deal with the Joe, Joe Burrow contract um I think he said who they want to roll with or not. Um, interesting to see how that plays out because they're going to have to cut some more players too, I imagine. It's going to be uh, an overhaul there, I think, of sorts uh, when they get ready to pay Burrow. Um, Trenton's a popular name for – Baltimore Ravens. This one's kind of interesting. So they've got him listed as the backup to Roquan right now. Um, they have Tyus Bowser as the strong side, Roquan in the middle, Patrick Queen on the weak side. Um, they did not pick up Patrick Queen's fifth-year option. Even coming off statistically his best season of his career, right? Uh, four years or three years in the league, it was his bill. What do they do if he does that again? Well, you didn't pick him up last year or re-signing this year. So if he does that again, I don't think they re-sign him. I think they let him test the market. And if somebody overpays, then they have Trenton Simpson who they can move in. Um there is a scenario, you know, if nobody wants to pay up for him, which I kind of doubt somebody will pay for a linebacker, but you come back to Baltimore, uh, but I think they're willing to let him test the market. Uh, clearly they are because they didn't, like I said, they didn't pick up his fifth year option. So you can say what you want. If you really like me and want me, you would have signed, you would have given me that fifth year option because that's going to be cheaper on you, right? Um, so the fact that they didn't pick that up, that kind of tells me the writing's kind of on the wall. They got Malik Harrison, but he's not been able to do a whole lot. So, you know, I think uh, if Queen plays like he did a couple of years ago where he was just got awful, then maybe Simpson pushes him early. But um, I think we play this season out with Queen, let him test free agency, and I could see Simpson playing – beside Roquan over there on the weak side. Um, but he's at plus 3,000. So 100 wins. 30. is plus 2,000. 100 wins you 2,100. So you're, you're getting up there in those, those big numbers now. 
Um, yeah, that's <laughs> those were big numbers. Um, going to switch. Both of these guys are in the NFC South. Um, that are popular names. And um, what I was a, kind of a surprise to me, I didn't think he was a first-round guy. I mean, I thought he was seriously an early uh, second-round guy there. I really did, and that's Kalaja Kansi from Tampa Bay. Um, you've heard me talk about him. Really good player, um, kind of short short arms. Everybody wants to compare him to, to um, Aaron Donald because he played at Pittsburgh. They're similar physiques or whatever. That's just lazy. I've said it time again. That's Donald, right? He just uh, – but back to Cansey. They've got him slotted in as the starter right now. Uh, they've got him uh, slotted in as a defensive end beside Vita Bay. I know they got Logan Hall, who they drafted last year. He didn't – he hasn't quite panned out yet. Mike Green, who they drafted, he's more of the nose tackle. C.J. Brewer – He's more of a defensive tackle, um, but that defensive end, I think, can't see a little, you know, short arms and stuff. So I think that keeps him at a defensive end. And this team is needs help, right? They need pass rushers. Um, you know, they've got Shaquille Barrett and, and Joe Tryon as the edge rushers, outside linebackers. So Cansey's going to be basically opposite of Greg Gaines. Uh, the defensive tackle, they're going to they're going to sandwich around Vita Vea and be up up front. <coughs> so, player, um, I just don't know if he's going to be as effective at this level as he was in college. Um, I just think there's a big difference there, and with some of his size issues and stuff. I think that kind of limits him a little bit. Uh, if he can get some terrific play around him, then the opportunities are there, especially if he can start. There, there's a lot of opportunities. Um, I like him as a dynasty play, right? Um, I, I don't think expect the whole issue, but, you know, looking ahead, I think there's, there's some opportunities there, especially if he can hold this starting job. So um, defense is going to be on the field a lot. Right, Brady's gone. Uh, some, you know, some of these pieces are gone now. Uh, you know, they <laughs> kind of paid up for a championship and got it. So um, now they're kind of in a rebuild. So I think he's going to be a piece on defense, and I mean, <clears throat> more in, you know, just everywhere. So, and, and I like a lot of these guys, but. Uh, yeah, I think Cansey has the chance to start. Um, I think him and Logan Hall are going to battle that out um, for defensive end there. Um, be interesting to see, but I think he's a little bit of a long shot. Um, staying in the NFC, there's some popular name draft that was drafted uh, that fantasy man. Rangers are looking at in rookie drafts as it's full swing now. Um, my other one here is Brian Bree 
Brian Brzee. Um, nose tackle for the New Orleans Saints. I would definitely take him over Cansey. Um, out of this group, Carter, Brzee. I kind of like Brzee out of all of them right now. I know he's a defensive tackle and fantasy, so he's probably not going to help you unless you're playing in position-specific leagues, right? But I love the fit in New Orleans. <clears throat> you got big Jordan Cameron, or Cameron Jordan, sorry, and you've got Carl Granderson as your two ends, and then you've got Nathan Shepard and Brian Breezy. Is these tackles? So um, they've got Kalen Saunders and Malcolm Rich. They've got some Amelie Prince who kind of showed out in Buffalo in the preseason. So they've got some pieces, but Brzee is just—he's so good. Another Clemson guy. Um, got to stay healthy, right? He had some injury issues, and then his sister died. Kind of drew, you know, kind of hurt his year a little bit dealing with that. So. I think he gets his head screwed on right now with the pass behind you a little bit and, and refocus. I think he's going to be a monster, and I think they even let him play some defensive end because you saw that in Clemson. Uh, they kind of moved him around like a chess piece on that defensive line. So, um, yeah, really, really like him um, at plus 3,500. So 100 gets you 3,600 if you're the bet top. But, yeah, if you're in a position-specific league, definitely, definitely, definitely. If I can't position-specific leagues, um, I just think he's going to be so good down there in New Orleans, and I think Cameron Jordan's going to teach him a lot, right? Um so that was kind of my group of six popular names. I know there's some other names, Drew Sanders and and those guys, but I just felt like those six probably had the best shot at contending for defensive rookie year or pushing those top five that I mentioned, which was Anderson Van Ness. Now you you come back and you've got Carter, Murphy, Smith, Cansey, Simpson, and Brzee here. So. I like that a lot. Um, <clears throat> before we get to our long shots, um, go check out um, our webpage, idpnation.com. There's articles over there. It's got all of our podcasts listed there. Um, there's comment section. There's You can sponsors there. All over here. Uh, and then we have a sponsors page. And we've got our sponsors listed there. And we would like to thank MFL. They sponsor our listener leagues, uh, one, two, and the Dig League. They sponsor us with those. Um, been a longtime supporter of IDP Nation, and we have been a huge longtime supporter of them. So we want to thank them for that. They do uh, uh, if you he runs the Autism Speaks Charity Leagues. They cover those. Uh, the IDP Invitational from the IDP guys, I think they cover that for them. So they do a lot of great charity work, you know, helping the IDP community out and stuff like that. So um, we definitely 
are grateful for them helping us and we thank them. Um, Action 24 7, we've been talking about gambling a little bit today. They don't have their own, but uh, go check them out. Really clean, easy to use site. And if you've noticed here lately, they've kind of changed their site. So it went from all white. Now they've got the blue incorporated. It really pops, makes it even easier to see what you're looking at and use. Um, they've got all the odds, just like the big boys, right? Um, and you can bet on anything. Ping pong, baseball, basketball, football, hockey, soccer, racing, darts. I mean, if you know that really well, women's basketball, they have it all, right? Uh, you can use the promo code Hollywood100 on your first deposit, and they'll match you up to 400 So if you put in 400 they're going to give you 400 which is 800 bucks. And I don't know of any other site that's doing that right now. So when you support them, you're helping support us, right? Um, we thank you for that. So go check them out. They've got... Um, They've got everything up and down, so um, definitely go check them out. And we have a little some swag that we can give away too. Uh, we'll run a little contest or something here pretty soon, and uh, give away some swag, the koozies and t-shirts and stickers and stuff like that. So um, we'll do something. And speaking of swag. Go check out on our idpnation.com page, and there's a bunch. And we have a full-blown store right now of not just IDP merch, but we also have Davey IDP Grind. If you follow me on the, uh, on the College Side podcast, we have, we've got it all, right? We've got stickers, there's tumblers, there's koozies, um, there's even indoors, t-shirts, mugs, caps, uh, sweaters, you name it, we have got it all different colors. Oh, and one of the best things that I like is the coasters, the IDP Nation coasters. So <laughs> go check them out. Um, all kinds of good stuff. Um, amazing quality. Our guy, our friend at Voice Fuego. Uh, uh, such good looking stuff. It's got the IDP Nation logo and Davy IDP Grind logos on it. Um, I think there's even a sweater that's combined. It's got uh, I think maybe IDP Nation on the front and Davy IDP Grind on the back or vice versa. But, man, they've got everything. Like I said, koozies for short cans, tall cans, bottles. You've got T-shirts. You've got baby beanies. You've got, like I said, the tapestry to hang on your wall. You've got teddy bears. they got them in. I mean, you name it, we have it, and it all looks great. Um I'm so pleased with how it turned out. Good prices on that stuff. Go over to our store on idpnation.com, or you can click on our Twitter page, and in the bio, the link is there. Um, <coughs> I think it's also in my bio on Twitter, so go check that out. 
and help support us, buy some merch, show everybody who the best podcast IDP in both NFL and college. Um, IDP Nation, IDP Grind. That stuff looks so good. I've placed an order. Um, I can't wait to get some of this stuff in. I definitely ordered the coasters um, and some koozies. Uh, we're we're going to put some stuff together, um, hopefully, that I can give away with that stuff, too. <clears throat> but, again, go check them out. Help support us. We thank you so much for everything that you can support buying our stuff and, and helping us out there. Um, long shots. So looking at this, I feel like there's some long shots that – They're just that. They're long shots, right? I think they're good players. They landed in good situations. I think they're going to get the volume, too, which is key. But are they as good? They're just these in that six. But these are real long shots. So when I say long shots, if you're gambling-wise, plus 10,000. Well, two of them are plus 10,000. One of them is plus 7,500. Um the plus 7,500 is safety Antonio Johnson in Jacksonville. Really good player. I was surprised he fell that far in the draft. But if he can capture a starting spot in Jacksonville, man, at 7,500 wins you 7,600, right? That's pretty impressive. Right now they've got him listed as the backup to Andre Sisco. Now, I know my buddy Dooge, he's not a big Cisco fan. Um, they've got Rayshon Jenkins at strong safety with Wingard behind him, Andrew Wingard. But I think Johnson's more of a strong safety. So I would like to see Johnson and Cisco be the duo back there. But right now it's Rayshon Jenkins. I think Johnson, he's really talented. Um will hit you like a ton of bricks. Um, I don't know why he slid so far in the draft because I, um, I had him in my top five safeties on the board. So just not sure why he slid so far down the the draft boards. I'm just kind of shocks me. And it shocked our my buddy dude, you know, that's on here with us sometimes. Razors, we like to call him. Um Like, what, why, why is he not being drafted at least in the third, fourth round, right? So um, I like him a lot. Um, I think he's, as a free safety, I think he's a little misplaced because I think he's more of a strong. So I'd like to see him be the backup to Jenkins, but maybe with Wingard there, maybe they felt like, well, we'll put him at free safety for now and then move him if we need to. So I like him. Little Jacksonville. Then my next two, I'm going to Arizona and the Cardinals drafted Garrett Williams, cornerback out of Syracuse. He's lit as the backup to Antonio Hamilton Sr. They have Marco Wilson on the other side. They've got Rashawn. 
Rashad Fanders, boy, do come in. Um, they just don't have a whole lot. And I don't think Antonio Hamilton's going to stick there. Garrett Williams is legit. He is a legit freaking corner. Um, if he hadn't got hurt last year, he would have got drafted much higher than he did. And I think once they get him in camp and see what he can do and see how well he can play, it could be within the first five, six weeks, he's, he's starting opposite of Marco Wilson. I think he's that good. Um, he's, he's just so talented, big, long, can run, can hit, uh, does well in coverage. Um, I know it's a long shot with a corner with him, but at plus 10,000, that's that's huge. I mean, when you 10,100, that's that's major money. That's life, that's year changing money, right? Not life changing, but year changing for the year. 10 grand, just there you go. That's a pretty good chunk of change. Um, so you gotta like that. Um, long shot, I know, very long shot, especially with Weatherspoon and and some of these other guys that got drafted at corner. And then my last one, we're gonna go to the list, and we are going to look at the Buffalo Bills, and. I like Dorian Williams here. I really, really do. As we know, they got rid of, or they didn't get rid of, they let him go in free agency. Tremaine Edmonds, they let him walk. He went to Chicago to be their new starting linebacker. Close four to five look. Um, a lot. They ran it with Milano and Edmonds last year. Milano, they re-signed. They've got him back this year. Um, and then, as that other guy, right now they have Terrell Bernard, who I like, as the starter, with Terrell Dodson. is just as good as talented as either one of those. So, they have the advantage of having a year or so on him already in the league, but I think Williams is talented enough that he can compete and take that starting job if everything comes together. So, you know, they have some veterans, A.J. Klein and, and Tyler Tyler Matakavich back there, but they're not any threat, I don't think. You've got Balin Specter or another Young second, he's just a death piece, right? Good player, but just a death piece. So I know they have him listed as Milano's backup, Dorian Williams, but I think he's really competing with Terrell Dodson and Terrell Bernard for that second linebacker spot. So, um, very athletic, can run good sideline to sideline. So, kind of what Edmonds was, right? Um, so it'll be interesting to see, um, camp that I'm watching a lot because I have a lot of Bernard 
but I like Dorian Williams too, and I have him in a couple places. I've so I got a lot of rookie drafts yet to go, so I'm not sure exactly what my share of him will be just yet. But I do have quite a bit of Bernard in some places. Uh, I think I may actually have a share or two of Dodson as well. But I think that's going to be an interesting camp battle. Is those three right there? Who's going to be the one? that steps up definitely be watching that um and that kind of does it um for this episode i was just kind of looking at defensive rookie of the years right and uh, like i said i was looking at the uh DraftKings website to see who the favorite was as far as betting goes and uh it's you know if you're looking at their website um It's interesting to see who the front numbers are, right? So you've got um, – you have Will Anderson as the front runner, right, at plus 350. Um, that's kind of who I feel is the front runner for defensive rookie of the year, right? I mean, for me, that's it. So – that kind of mirrors up. Um, then numbers. The number two favorite is uh, plus 650. So for me, I didn't have him in my top five. I thought he was more of that group of six big names right there. Um. I don't know. I just don't think he's going to get the volume right away this year to so well, we'll see. Um, you never know. I mean, that's why they call it gambling, right? But uh, you've got um, so you've got Anderson at plus 350. Uh, Carter at 650, Terry Wilson at 800, who I had as my number three, uh, Witherspoon at plus 900, who I had as my number four as well. Then they've got Christian Gonzalez at plus 950. fourteen hundred, who I had as my number two. I, I think it's a two horse race with him and Anderson. Um, and then they got some, Emmanuel Forbes, the super small corner for Washington, plus 1,400. Van Ness, plus 15. Nolan Smith, plus 16. Will McDonald, there's a name, plus 18. He is eighth. No, he's 10th in the uh, odds right now. Murphy is 11 at plus 2,000. Felix Anaduque is tied for 11th. Brian Brown, after that, it just starts grouping up groups of fours, fives like that. So, who wins rig of the year? I think it's Will Anderson. That's the safe bet. That's the popular bet. That's the logical bet. Um, I think he's going to be the best dynasty player out of this group, out of this draft class. Uh, he's he's going to be a monster. I think he's going to be right there with the pass rush numbers. He's going to get a lot of tackles for an edge. Then I think it's Jack Campbell. He's going to be number two if he's not number one. He's going to push for it. Um, so for me, it's Anderson Campbell. 
and you love Campbell and Dynasty, right? Because he plays a premium position, linebacker, going to get a ton of volume. Uh, did it at Iowa, back-to-back hundred tackle seasons, interceptions, pass deflections, you name it. He did it. Um, so for me, it's a it's a two horse race, and I think they are going to be the best two for IDP as well. So and it's going to IDP players too, but I just don't know that they're going to get the volume as rookies to really pass Campbell, Anderson, Wilson, and Witherspoon. I think they those four. I think start day one at least. Three of the four. Wilson and the foot thing is I may have to push him down a little bit now. So Anderson, Campbell, and Witherspoon, I think all three of those start day one. And I think they're effective. They make an impact. <laughs> now that I look at it, I think Wilson moves down. Now, if his foot's healthy and he can pass Chandler Jones, then he's definitely going to be in the mix for defensive rookie of the year, uh, especially playing opposite of Max Crosby, right? So... <laughs> But, yeah, that's kind of um, my take on it. Um, I think all those guys that I mentioned are worthy of being drafted, right? Um, Anderson, Campbell, Wilson, Witherspoon, Van Ness. And all those guys, because they're going to get on the field, they're going to play a lot, um, and they're going to be great dynasty assets for your fantasy team. So, I just felt like I'd throw some of the little gambling odds in there too for those of you that bet or or to give you a perspective at what the betting world's looking at, right? How are they perceiving this? So <clears throat> just a, a interesting little take and uh, that'll that'll do it for this week. Um we'll try to be back uh for the off season. Uh have try to get some people on maybe we've not necessarily had on before um, and see how they think and what they feel about IDP and, and their takes. Um, I was recently on fantasy 40 Monday fantasy for 40 with uh, John Debari and, and walk um, DFF walk. So we were talking rookies over there. So go check that out. I'll the gap. We did that this past week. We were talking about um, some of the guys too. Um, so go check us out. Uh, we'll be back next week. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to podcasts iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Music, um, Podcast. Podbean, like us, grow, subscribe. It helps us grow and helps us to be able to do other things um, to get all this information out to you. We've also got a YouTube channel, which I'm in the process of setting up and getting this going. So um, go check that out. Um, that I hope is something that we can do in the f- going forward in the future. Uh, maybe doing it live where y'all can comment uh, and you've come on a live air <coughs> and we can answer them for you, but we appreciate each and one of you. We'll be back next week. As always, thank you for your support. Um, 
Be sure to check out our webpage, all that stuff. Uh, be sure to check out Patreon. It is booming. Patreon is all kinds of good stuff, especially if you play IDP Devi. You definitely going to want to check that out. I've got a big board of IDP now that's two twenty now. Yeah, Joe, I think I did or one hundred and twenty-five, and this year I've I've really cranked it up. So, um, planning on adding some more to that. So go check that out. Um, send me all your rookie drafts with IDP. I'm doing that spreadsheet again this year, putting all those in, getting those tracked for you, so you can see who's being drafted where and how and when. So. Um, yeah, check all that out. Hit us up. Hopefully, Mr. Big Time will be back with me next week, man. Maybe. Uh, I know he's going to. With that said, we are out, and we will see you next week. <laughs>